Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. What do we got today, Rick? We got the Week 15 Waiver Wire Show. Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. Hey, wake up. Did I really lose this week? <clears throat> yes. You know, I wasn't even going to bring it up. I was not going to bring it up on the show, but since you decided to. Um, Morgan and I played in Staff League, as some of you guys may know. Um, and I beat him. I beat him in the Staff League. In the playoffs. Looks like he's going to cry. <laughs> So, I, I didn't start Miles Sanders. No. I don't think it would have mattered. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see tonight. Yeah. If Chubb gets 16, then it would have mattered. But I don't I don't want to play that game. I just... I got beat. The one week, I, I lose faith in my guy. Is the one week he decides to show up? <laughs> Every time. Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Morgan Colby, and I lost. <laughs> my name is Rick Lemon, and I won. <laughs> Rick. Uh, today we are going to talk about week 15 waiver wire ads. Um, it should be an interesting conglomerate. Conglomerate. I think that's a word, right? Oh, boy. Like uh, a mash together. Sure. Look it up on Google. I'm not really sure. Uh, episode uh, of waiver wire ads. So we'll jump right into that in a second. Before we do, check out our website at thefantasychampions.com. If you're follow, uh, if you're on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you can follow us at the FF Champs on Twitter at the fantasy champions on Insta and on facebook.com forward slash the fantasy champions. You can like us over there. If you're watching on Apple podcasts or if you're listening on Apple podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher or any other podcasting platforms, please subscribe and then leave a review. Best way to support the show. Yes. It may suck to tell you the wrong thing about sitting Miles Sanders, but <clears throat> just, just, you might, just subscribe. Yeah. That, that one you might not ever let go. No. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, click the bell for notifications, like and comment down below. And uh Wednesday we have a Wednesday or Thursday, I don't know. We, we haven't really decided yet. A Palooza of sorts for a Q and A. Yeah. So just put in your questions. Yeah, put I mean well, at this point, I don't know, it it's depends. Already, it's already gone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> unless we do it on Wednesday. Then you right. can put in your questions. But anyway. We might just record that you show right anyways. Yeah, you can still do that anyway, though. We can still answer questions in the sure. comments. Um, so uh, we can jump right in. Uh, sure. Like like Rick said, <laughs> I lost. I, I should have put won. something on the game. Been like, if I beat you, yeah, see, you were being too nice, you though. You were being far too nice. Because our teams, honestly, are, were pretty even, I think. Um. Yeah. Do you think I would say you're this, this year you're probably slightly better because I don't own your running backs. I mean, if that's the case, I think I'll be slightly better next year because my team is one of the youngest in the league. All the players that I thought, like live on the show, off season, would you would you take Terry McLaurin? Yeah, of course. I like I love Terry. What are you it's what are you gonna Terry. offer? I don't know. We'll talk about it. I love my team though. I'll take first round picks, both of them. Oh, <laughs> I might do that. He's like, I might, I might do, do that. that. He's like, oh. <laughs> well, hold on a second. <laughs> yeah. Um, not that you should 
sell Terry McLaurin in, in uh, what is yeah. it? Dynasty. Dynasty, leagues, yeah. Anyway. Um, so let's jump right into our waiver wire show. Um, the first guy on our list for quarterbacks, I think, at least deserves a little bit of an ad. Um, was a man by the name of uh, Jalen Hurts, who started, what is it, this week? Yes. For the first time. Um, and he had a pretty good game. I think he had like 18, maybe 19 fantasy points. He wasn't bad. Um, yeah, no, he had 19 fantasy points and four-point touch, four touchdown leagues. So he was actually pretty good. Um, Rick was telling me right before the show that uh, the Dynasty community on Twitter... I just saw a tweet that said he was a top five. Yeah, it's a top five dynasty. I'm not sure if they were kidding or not, so I don't want to like, you know. They'll be honest. They'll probably (laughs) never watch the show, but um, who knows? Maybe they will. They'll meander their way into our podcast, and they'll they'll be like, what the frick? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, But he had had 19 fantasy points. He was pretty good. He has Arizona and Dallas the next two weeks. That actually is really So the conversations (laughs) about him being a possible league winner from some – are warranted. Yeah. I am a little bit more concerned that he, he is on good. He's his, his leash is going to be about a foot and a half long. So uh, if he starts collapsing internally at all, mm-hmm. I think they would move to Carson Wentz because they weren't even considering starting him again this week after his good game. So, um, but I think, I think for this week and next week, week 15 and 16, if you're streaming quarterbacks, I think you have, if Jalen hurts is on your waiver wire, you have a lock at that position. Um, but I think expectations should be set, uh, not 30 points a game high. Like you're going to, you're, you're talking 20, maybe 25 points sure. in the next two games. I'd stream them. Though. Not overall each. Uh, I'd still stream them and it's so gross. Cause it's like, it's a playoff game and you're streaming a rookie quarterback who you don't uh, know is going to play. You don't know. Yeah. But no, I think against Arizona, and against Dallas, they're mm-hmm. both good matchups. And I think what I like about Jalen Hurts is his yeah. rushing floor. Mm-hmm. Um, he not only can throw the ball right. well, I think he threw a touchdown pass to, uh, I want to say, Alshon Jeffrey. Um, but he can also run. He had 18, 18 carries, carries. Yeah, for 106 yards. That it's is, funny. Somebody somebody tweeted this earlier today about Jalen Hurts, and he kind of was he was trying not to say Jalen Hurts is better than Lamar Jackson. That's how far we've gotten. But he he. He, in one game, he looks like a better passer than Lamar Jackson. I won't go that far. I won't go that far yet. Okay, uh, he does look like it. He looks like he's he's far, he's further along as a passer in one start than Lamar Jackson is currently. <laughs> I think I'll say that. I I think he's uh, watching him. I think he's a better passer than Lamar Jackson. Lamar think, is still way more explosive. I than think. He is, I yeah. No, I know. I don't disagree with that. Um, but I think if you're going to add 18 rushes a game for Jalen Hurts on top of his 30 passes, like, good Lord. Yeah, so he's not bad. Uh, I like Derek Carr this week, too. Although the only problem with Derek Carr he only is... He had 25 this week? He had 25 this 24. week. He had 32, I believe, the week before. Yeah. Um. So he's had two monster weeks. He's playing against the Chargers, have struggled in defense. There are two things, though, that concern me about Derek Carr. One, um, he is playing on Thursday night. That's never a great thing. Oh. And, and number two, last time he played the Chargers, he had 13 fantasy points. He was good in real life. Like, he had two touchdowns and, like, 180 yards. Yeah. was efficient. Like, high completion percentage and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they focused on running the ball. Uh, yeah. And that could scare me away this week with Derek Carr. Um, and he had a game against Atlanta with one point. Yeah. I would play Jalen Hurts over Derek Carr, but I think he is an option. I don't know. Would you play Derek Carr over Jalen Hurts? Um... 
That's a tough one. They're about the. They are like on the same level. Like the the Chargers level. matchup is a better matchup for it for is. Derek Carr, but I. You just don't know what you're gonna get. I know that's the problem. Like he's had all of his matchups have been easy besides Indianapolis the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. From week nine to thirteen, all of his matchups were easy. He had sixteen, seven, twenty-five, one, thirty-five. Like, it's still all over the place. Yeah. So you, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna say that he's gonna have a bad game because I, I do think it's a good pickup and a good start this week if you need one. Yeah. But um, just this, the floor is very large. It's very, it's like a trap door. It's open, right. but you put uh, foliage on top um, of it for somebody to fall on, into. <laughs> yeah. Um, on this list, Mitch Trubisky is number two. Uh, I don't put Trubisky in my top like five for this week. And now here's the thing with Trubisky. Uh, I, I said to start him this week against Houston. Yeah, I think you need to. Um, it was a good matchup. Dial it back a little bit. On the hate. I'm hating. I'm not hating. Look, he's he like he's he's gonna be okay. Um, you can at least pick him up for his Jacksonville matchup week 16. Yeah, I think he'll be better in week 16 than this week. I just think with Trubisky, like, it's really about matchups with him. Um, mm-hmm. And if he has a good matchup, he'll produce fantasy-wise. Yeah. If he doesn't have a good matchup, he won't produce fantasy-wise. And it's not that um, – It's not that – Was that me? No, I think that was – Yeah, that was me. Um, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah, thank you. Um <laughs> I muted his computer. Um, yeah, what was I even saying? That it was about Mitch Trubisky, right? Yeah, you hate him. That's no, I don't I hate him. him. I, I, he's good matchups. He plays good. Bad matchups. He doesn't play well. Not that Minnesota's a mm. great defense or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but it's not like the best matchup either. Like I think Jalen Hurts has a better matchup. I think Derek Carr has a better matchup. Yeah. This guy, um, this guy's in better situations. Yeah, I wouldn't start Philip Rivers, but Philip Rivers has a better matchup. Like all these players have a better situation. So. Chabitsky's not bad, uh, but I would play Derek Carr and Jalen Hurts over him. Yeah. Um, the other guy that I, I I think the only guy that I would really consider um, is Tua. Against New England? Bailoa. Not against New England, but against Las Vegas. Um, so remember, you're in the fantasy playoffs. So you got to think two steps ahead. He'll probably be on the show that's next true. week. That's actually that's a good point. But, um, you know, he's rostered in 43% of leagues, and he's only... Uh, I'm sorry, I'm not going to tell you the start percentage because that doesn't matter, but he's rostered in 43% of sleeper leagues, um, and he actually has a really good matchup in Week 16 in your championship matchup. So, like, if you didn't start preparing for the postseason for your streaming of quarterbacks and pick up three quarterbacks that you wanted to start, you're probably not going to win. I would also start Baker, or not start, I would pick up Baker Mayfield as well. Week 16 is playing the Jets, right? Um, so that's a great championship game. Uh, if you're streaming quarterbacks, him and Tua, and we'll talk about it more next week, right? Um, yeah, for guys that are next week's stream, streaming options are through the roof. Yeah, so those are guys that you could consider picking up for Yeah, this uh, week and next week. Right, but I think who you think you're, the QB stream of the week for you is? I would say probably. The guy um, you want the most. Yeah, I would say Jalen Hurts Me too. would be my stream of the week. Would uh, Hopefully, I don't know. I'm 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 not confident. I'm not confident <laughs> yeah. in myself anymore after the Sanders situation. Listen to our show again today. The whole Sanders segment. Yeah. There was one part where you were joking around and you literally you looked at the camera and you're like, Yeah. You watch him get twenty five points. 
All week. All Listen. week. I was like, our friend, uh, our good friend, uh, uh, Kevin, Kevin Coleman said uh, that QT was going to be a trap game. So I started QT over uh, Miles Sanders and all week I was like, Miles Sanders is going to be the reverse trap game. He's going to, he's going to actually do really well this week. And we're all just going to, the entire fantasy community is just going to tell you to set him and he's going to go off. This yep. is fantasy football for you. I'm glad you're still here listening to our podcast. It's funny because you're more of um, a, you know, and, and Kevin also tweeted this and I liked his tweet, but he said he'd rather, uh, essentially he said like he'd rather go down with Miles Sanders, his studs, than start Gio Bernard. Uh, and just like he'd rather go down with the ship. Yeah. And I like the tweet because I agree. I would have started Miles Sanders over Gio Bernard. And I feel like you're, type of guy, you're the type of fantasy player that would start the studs. You you're, you start your studs no matter like the situation but in the playoffs he decided not to do that and uh, is, is sanders a stud i think you took him in the first round or I, second I, round. I mean i didn't take him in the first yeah round. i traded for him for garbage so but <laughs> he's he's me. essential yeah it's he's a stud yeah yeah uh but anyway let's move on to the running back position for waiver wires um real quickly though i will say yeah. your defense Miles Sanders, who had three, like five and seven points, going up against the Saints of defense, number one in the league, and hadn't given up a one hundred yard rusher. He was in a consistent straight sit. games. Like is not exactly a bad yeah, decision to sit. For everyone that I heard from the fantasy footballers uh to BDGE to Yahoo Fantasy Sports, everyone told you to sit Miles Sanders this week. I don't know of a single outlet that told you to start. Miles Sanders this week. So if you're going to blame me, you got to blame the rest of us because we're all buffoons. It was like, it was literally like everything carries, was going against 14 Sanders carries, 115. Yeah. It was, if he didn't have that 80 yard run though, he probably, uh, he still would have been decent, but that made it yeah, yeah, really yeah. bad. Right, right. Um, but anyway, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about Sanders probably in the coming episodes, but uh, let's move to the running back position for the waiver wire. Um, that once again, no one really available. Tony Pollard, uh, I talked about obviously your streaming options, the guys that you should be adding as backups. I'm not talking about streamers anymore. This guy could start in your flex. Tony Pollard? Yeah, he had 10 carries and like three catches, and he had like 12, 13 fantasy points this past week, I believe. Uh, no, he had 11 in half PPR. He had 11 carries, 39 yards, two catches, nine yards, and one touchdown. So with a touchdown, obviously that makes it better, but he's starting to get more opportunity in this offense. So I think he's worth an add as an individual player at this point. Uh, hopefully, yeah. I mean, if you have to start Tony Pollard at your flex, you're kind of in a tough spot, though. Yeah. Um, but no, he. I'm not saying start him. I'm saying yeah, yeah, he could pick yeah. him up. Pick him up with the possibility um, that they might even just shut down Zeke for the rest. If of the Mostert, true. If Mostert is out, uh, Jeff Wilson's a fantastic pickup. I think he had a touchdown this week. Uh, and then one sneaky guy, and you're going to hate this, but Lynn Bowden, Lynn Bowden Jr. Um, so first of all, Miles Gaskin is out on COVID, but he did not really play running back. He played receiver. So the the Dolphins' receiving core right now is atrocious. They have nobody. It's terrible. Um, Devontae Parker left, I think, with an injury. So if he's out this week as well, then it's just not looking too great. But Lynn Bowden pretty much is playing receiver. Uh, he had nine targets this week. For seven catches and eighty-two yeah. yards, he was there. He was their wide receiver one with Tua. Wasn't um, this? Wasn't this the guy that was drafted by yes. Oakland? I, everyone was like, "Oh my god, you need to get him and the other guy on your team." Yes, because he was. I believe he was like Antonio Gibson, where he was more of a wide receiver. But the yeah, but how did he end up on the? He got traded in the offs. You, you don't you don't remember this? I don't. It was like in the preseason. 
the preseason that never happened, but like around that. Time, oh yeah, I, I remember that. Never mind. It came. Um, or maybe it was during the season. I don't know, but it was a while ago. But they just started using him. I was told by everyone to draft him. He could be a like, you know, I'm not saying pick him up and start him, but keep him, pick him up, put him on your bench, and you know, see what he does this week, uh, because he's pretty much the wide receiver one right now. Yeah, he's not going to be an Antonio Gibson. Player. No, no, he's not. Like he's not going to get running back. That work, was what people were saying out of college. Uh, it's funny because uh, Sleeper has him listed as a running back first, and so I have to scroll over to see his freaking receiving numbers. But he had nine for it was nine targets, seven receptions, eighty-two yards, no touchdowns. Um, if that continues to move forward, I mean, yeah, sure, yeah. I, 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 and somebody I, under the a, radar, a hybrid. Right? Running back slash wide receiver. Yeah, I'll take it. Um, outside of that, I mean, Jacobs played this week, right? Jacobs did. Okay. Um, Carlos Hyde would be a good stash in case. Um, Carlos. Uh, wow, Chris Carson breaks his yeah anything. Uh, and he's been doing anything. that all year though. Yeah. So I he's mean, been out, in and out of the lineup. Like I said, outside of that, the running back position is extremely tough for the waiver wire because yeah. it it just by the time you get to like week four, it's mm. just gone. Right. You know. So it's there's nothing left. But let's talk about wide receivers. Uh, Gabriel Davis, fourth Love round him. rookie wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills. You know, coming into the year, we were you were you were very concerned about the uh, league leader in catches. I was Stefan Diggs. I, I, that, that's probably I'm my so biggest mad. miss. Of the I'm season. so mad that I let you that I let you control my narrative. You know what? You know, I was so hyped on Stefan Diggs, and you got me so far down on him. I, I was like, I can't. You know what's ruined me is Odell, like the star receiver going to a team and then struggling, and then it, I was like, Josh Allen runs the ball, like he's probably gonna spread it out. Like I was, and like, he doesn't eh. throw it a lot either. Yeah, he doesn't throw he it a lot. About that, they don't run the football this year. Nope. Like last year, they were a team that ran the football a lot. This year, they don't run it. Um, but anyway, Gabriel Davis coming into the year, I wouldn't have told you that, uh, to pick up any besides maybe Stefan Diggs to pick up any other Buffalo Bills wide receivers. Um, uh, somebody would be like, John Brown, John Brown truthers, <laughs> but Gabriel Davis, um, there's so many good wide receivers for Buffalo. So this does make it a little bit more different. John Brown is out for the year though. Uh, yes, I know. I have him on several teams. <laughs> I so even, I don't need dynasty. Playing, di- every single dynasty team that I took over, I yeah. ended up with John Brown. Uh, that's kind of weird. Uh, but yeah, he's playing the John Brown role, and okay. he's also getting red zone targets. So he's getting like a touchdown every week. Um, he's gonna be a really good player in this league, especially if he stays with the Bills mm-hmm. and Josh Allen. Like him and Diggs and Cole Beasley, that's a solid one, two, three. Uh, as yeah, Beasley's the slot guy, and then Davis and Diggs on the outside. If, if John Brown doesn't come back. I don't think he's going to um, come back to Buffalo. Buffalo, okay. Uh, he might, but he, like even in, again, Davis is a rookie. So let's say Brown comes back next year. I don't think he comes back the year. I after. mean, he's had three consecutive games with a touchdown, a four in the last five, uh, yeah. six weeks, I should say. Um, one of those weeks was a bye week, so he hasn't been bad. I I am concerned about his conversion of uh, targets. Yeah, that is three catches on eight targets and 19 yards, 6.3 yards per catch. That's horrible. Now, if you watch the game, though, there was a lot of like, like a lot of those weren't his fault. Yeah. Um, So I'd be, because if he gets eight targets again, because other than this week for the, if you look at his season stats, he's been pretty efficient. Yeah. Um. So I would love to see if he gets eight targets again. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think he's gonna get three catches. And I think he'll probably get six around okay. that range. So I yeah. pick him up. Uh, good pickup. Yeah. I want him in ten minute by the way. Um. Don't pick up Chad Hansen. Sorry. Yeah. Don't. Uh. If Kiki Gutierrez out there, I would stash him off. Um. He's actually startable. Yeah. Uh, he didn't have a good game this week, but he caught a touchdown, so that's all that matters. 
Um, that Russell Gage also happens to be on this list. I'm not excited about that. Marcus Valdez-Scantling's rest of season schedule is good. He did catch a touchdown this week. Um, there we it's a fight between who actually is the number two guy on. I just think it's still Lazard, but I I don't know. You 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 I I was looking at your uh, your transactions in the league. You dropped Scantling. You picked him up. You dropped him. And you picked him up. And you, I mean not Scantling. Uh, uh Alan Lazard. Uh, sorry. Yeah. You're like you dropped him. You picked him up. You're pumped on Lazard. But uh, anyway, <laughs> Scantling uh, had 17 points this week. Um, mm. at this point, you're late in the season, week 15, 16, like just add him, see what happens. Sure. If he has another good game in a row, maybe you can start him week 16, but his schedule's easy. Would you not, because I know you said you went on Russell Gage, but if Julio continues to be out, um, Julio won't be out. Okay. All right. That's wishful thinking for you in your second round of the staff league matchup. No, I've just, he's been, <laughs> he's been out. <laughs> I actually didn't even think that at all, but. I mean, I hope he's out now that you said that. Um, what about Jalen Rieger with – I know he's been on the show literally every episode, but Jalen Rieger with uh, – he's this year's Chris Herndon. So is this like, is this like confirmation? Jalen, no? Was he good? Uh, no. He had um, – Jalen Hurts had him wide open on a like seven – it would have been like a 70-yard touchdown. Yeah. And he overthrew him by like two yards. Hit him. Of course. So, But if he would have hit him on that play, it would have changed everything. Um. It still's not. Still no. I'm still no as well. Uh, yeah. It's not it's not exciting. I mean, he does have a good playoff matchup, so if he's out there, maybe you can add him, but um outside of that, I don't see anybody really to, I don't to target at the wide receiver position. I mean, you might need to go out and pick up a guy for this particular week. Yeah. Um just make sure it's a good matchup. That's all I'll say. Yeah, let's talk about tight ends really quickly. Um Irv Smith Jr. caught a touchdown this week. Decided to ruin Justin Jefferson and Adam uh, Thalene's week. You you know what? Yeah. Everybody was relying on Adam Thalene. Everyone was like, this is one of the one of the one of the favorite breakout tight ends of the year this year. And um he sucks, but uh he caught a touchdown this past week, four targets, four receptions, sixty three yards. I can't really get behind another receiver in an offense that throws it twenty eight times a game. I know. Me so too. Um, I I know it's a good you know he has a decent matchup against Chicago this week. It's not a bad situation for him, but um, I mean this week he only played thirty five percent of the snaps offensively. Yeah, he still took targets away from Jefferson and Thalen. So. I'm just not. I'm not. I'm, I I can't confidently say. Like yeah, I want to start this guy this week, or yeah, I want to pick him up and get him on my roster. Right, I don't know. I just without this, without the snap percentage, you know, it's it's just it doesn't look great. Yeah, and it's the Vikings. I don't know what they're doing at tight end because one week they use Kyle Rudolph and then another they use or Smith. Although I do think um, Kyle Rudolph was inactive this week, so that's also probably why they used Irv Smith. He still only had thirty five percent of the snaps. Um, yeah, so even I don't without know. what's his name. What about Cole Komet? Do you have any interest in him? I love Cole Command. His snap percentage over the last few weeks has gone up, uh, and then the last two weeks he has seven. It's going to be good targets. in like three years. Yeah, even next year he could be good. Uh, but he's playing against Minnesota this week. Um, I again, I think he's. I view him like Irv Smith. I think. I think he's. He's going to be good next year. Um, he's somebody that we can watch in the offseason. I don't think he's going to be good next year. Uh, I think Cole Komet's going to be good next year. That's what. That's Irv, what I'm talking about. You said Irv Smith Junior. Like Irv Smith Junior. Oh, I, I don't know. 
I, I meant to say Cole Smith. Cole, Cole Smith. Cole Komet um, is going to be, I think, can be good next year. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll have to watch in the offseason and see how that plays out. Uh, and he could have a decent week this week. He's been getting, again, snap percentage has gone up the last few weeks. Hey, targets has gone up the last few weeks. Um, and he's had seven targets in the last two weeks. I already said that. Yeah, uh, I was trying to get there, and then I yawned. <laughs> um, yeah, and against Minnesota, it's a good matchup. I'd probably rather play Cole Komet than Irv Smith Jr. this week if you have to choose. Yeah. Um, but, again, not someone I'm crazy excited for. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's anyone else out there. Um, that you would be able to stream. I know there's a lot of tight ends. Like Komet has a good playoff schedule. Jordan Atkins have a good, has a good week 15, yeah. 16. Yuck. Um, and then you have Jordan Reed in San Francisco. If Logan Thomas is still available in your league, make sure you pick him up. Yeah. He's been balling the last two weeks. Um, but that's about it, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think the tight end position is pretty washed. To be honest with you. Yeah, it has been since like week three. I know. I'm so tired of talking about tight ends. Remember the Chris Herndon thing last year? It was oh, the yeah. same thing. What is that for, Dalton Schultz this year? <laughs> yeah, probably. <clears throat> All right. Well, that is our list of waiver wire ads for this week. It should be interesting. An interesting uh, week 16. Uh, wow. Week 15. Bro, don't. Yeah, so you lose one week and you're just done. You're <laughs> I just, I'm toast. I, I still have two two leagues I'm in. One, I'm six and seven. I won this week, going to the next round, pumped on that. That's kind of lit. Uh, it sh- I'm going to try to get that team a chip. But uh, thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Check out our website. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We will talk to you tomorrow, Fantasy Champs. Later, guys. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.